Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls and friends beyond the binary, it's time for the podcaster who's making adobo, a dream, a dream of, of your dreams. Uh, not really, really, I'm actually, he's just waiting for some, uh, and he said, well, which kind? I say, uh, the kind that puts you to sleep, patrons that you support, it's time for sleep with me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is to create a safe place where you could set aside whatever is keeping you awake. So whether it's uh, thoughts, you, you know, things you're thinking about, uh, or your mind's thinking about and trying to get your attention about, uh, physical f- feelings, you, you know, anything you're experiencing physically, or feeling emotionally that might be coming up, uh, I'm going to try to take your mind off of that. What I'm going to do... Is I got this real nice, safe place set aside here where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, like, like I said. Uh, then what I'll do is uh, send my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, uh, pointless meanders, superfluous tangents. Holy cow. Uh, you, 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 you see, I've never, seen, I've never seen superfluous tangents, for one. But I've never seen you have su- your your superfluous tan- tan- tangents. They they don't they don't they're uh, they have a different they're different than a, the normal. You see, they have a low viscosity. They're super flu, flu, super fluidity, but a low viscosity. How do you do it, Scoots? And I say, well, I use a slow stirring motion, very slow. I scrape the sides, kind of like a like a. Yeah, they, that's what I do. That's one of the ways I do it. Uh, creaky dulcet tones, pointless meanders. So basically what the podcast is here for, if you're new, hi, how you doing? I'm glad you're here. I hope I can help this. Now, this podcast, I'll give you a heads up. It doesn't work for everybody, uh, but give it a few tries. I hope it, I hope it can. I hope it can help. I hope it works for you. Uh, the reason I make this show is because I, I have trouble falling asleep. Sometimes... Uh, you know, I deal with the other stuff, waking up, uh, you know, trip stuff, uh, traveling stuff, uh, you know, thoughts, feelings, physical sensations. I get all those things going. And I just make this podcast to kind of take, you, take your mind off of that. So if you're new, let me give you a couple of things of what to expect. Uh, podcast is, I usually say it's a little bit different. But that's a mild way of saying it. it's pretty different than a normal podcast or even a normal sleep, like a, like something like geared towards sleep. It's really like a company, like you say, a co- company you don't a company that's kept, but you don't need to keep. I think maybe I should seal that one up. I don't think I've said that. Sleep with me. It's like company that's kept that you don't need to keep. And you say, Scooch, what do you mean? Well, let me try to explain that to you. Let me get to the new listener, though. So if I guess a little bit different structurally, what to expect is the uh, show starts off with a few minutes of business. That's how we keep the podcast free. So in this example, it would be like if the company shows up, you say, I want to greet you, right? Uh, well, I guess like, no, that's different. Uh, it, it's just what we're able to keep the podcast free. You say, well, that's how we keep the porch lights on. And that's how I have these, you know, the, the, the place to greet you, you know, is, uh, the people that support the show and support the sponsors. So, so just, it's, that's not so much important for new listeners uh, as regular listeners. So, so it starts off with business. Then there's an the intro, uh, which kind of, you, it, you might get to the point of the company has kept it. You don't need to keep it right away. Cause the intro is kind of a show within a show. For a lot of people, it's part of their bed down bedtime. I call it the bed down wind down routine. Yeah, but as you get into bed, like I think a lot of things that don't necessarily work, kind of think make you feel like, hey, this is going to be quick. I'm going to snap my fingers. I'm going to count to ten. 
you know, I'm going to jingle some wind chimes and I'm going to go, ooh, you know, scooby-doo. And then you're going to be asleep. And, and you know, I'm, uh, I've been doing this a long time. That's I got these creaky dulcet tones. You know, at one point, my meanders used to have a point, but, you know, dulled off. Uh, but so, what was my, what was my point? Uh, so, uh, the intro is, uh, it's to ease you into bedtime. So, if you're not interested in the intro, you just want to get to the ta- part of the show where tonight we'll be talking about Doctor Who, just skip till about 18 or 20 minutes or so. And, uh, so, but so, the, so there's the intro is like where I talk about the podcast for about 12 minutes in ramble in kind of a monologue type fashion, you know, have, as, as we like to say around here, these parts, uh, heavy on the log to have you saw in logs. It's more of just like a friendly, friendly banter, just like if you're greeting guests at the house, but th- here's the good thing. This, this podcast, that's where it all ends. You don't got to greet me because you just hit play. Now you can say, oh, there's Scoots rambling, but I won't be able to hear you. Even if your partner says, is that that pod kid talking nonsense? And then you might say, he's a pod man, dear, without a doubt. And then you can both have a laugh at that. And, and, my, and I wouldn't hear any of that. Uh, you know, dude, just you, you go ahead, crack yourselves up. Uh, you say pod kid, he's more like a, he's a pod tween. And it's like, well, that's, that pretty much sums me up. And so, oh, what was my point? Oh, so the intro is kind of like a, a familiar friend that you don't have to entertain or that you can talk about in a jestful way or just wonder about. You say, what's going on with Scoots tonight? I'm not sure. I, I, I'm only kind of listening. Well, didn't you just start talking? Well, yeah, but I'm kind of conditioned to, to, to just barely listen. That's one of the other things around the show. This is one of the few podcasts you don't need to listen to. Uh, you could just kind of be around it. So it's like where the company is kept. Uh, you say, well, Scoots is kind of keeping me company, but I don't have to keep him. You know, I don't have to. It's it's a weird social. Di- it's not a dynamic. It's a social dynamic without the dynamic parts. You say, there's no di- There's no dining. Di- well, how do you say that? Di- there's no dynamics here. Like I said, there's this is super fluidity at a high viscosity. Oh, no, maybe it's a low viscosity. You're right. Thank you. You totally mixed up my uh, mixed up metaphors. Uh, but so the oh, so the intro is a way to introduce you to the show and ease you into bedtime and just kind of goof around, maybe make bedtime a little bit less serious, maybe like, uh, you know, take a little bit of the grouchy poos out of bedtime, because I know for me, I, t- I talk about I haven't talked about my brain bots uh uh, but a lot of times my brain bots, it, it is like a bunch of guests showing up. As soon as my head hits the pillow, all these little uh, unifunction parts of my personality start, uh, I hate to use this word, carpin. They they say, hey, Drew, how come this? Uh, did you realize your efficiency? To, we didn't even track our efficiency today. How inefficient is that? And I'd say, okay. And then the sixth grade part of me would say, how come you, you, were you the last person in your class ever to kiss a girl? And I'd say, well, I didn't kiss a girl in sixth grade. So uh, technically, no. And then my second and eighth grade things were point of order, point of order. And I'd say, okay, like I'm trying to go to bed here, actually. And then my, like another part of me would be like, when, what month is it? When is April 15th? Oh my goodness. Uh, and then, you know, there's different parts of us, uh, and they want my attention really like a guest would. And, uh, it, it, for me, at least it's really hard to say, Hey, listen, I mean, I guess as I've done the podcast, I have learned to say, Hey, uh, probably not the best time to, to discuss this stuff right now. I'm just going to listen to this podcast, uh, but this podcast, let's all like, and you could snuggle up with them and you say, Hey, like, let's get snuggled here. Scoots is our guest uh, that we don't have to entertain, and he can bear—he barely entertains us. He doesn't know the difference between high and low viscosity, uh, despite like despite consuming over his lifetime uh, four thousand hours of motor oil commercials. And uh, my efficiency brain would say, "What? Actually, that's actually a holy cow! That's completely accurate." 
you know, how come that doesn't happen? Like, like you say, okay, when I'm moving on to the next phase of existence, uh, they'd say, well, let's see, you know, you try, you tried to do this. You tried to, let's see, I would like that rundown. You see, are you going to, can we, can we have like a stats component or can I get a couple infographics and, you know, instead of the whole Peter thing or whatever, or, you know, the, the limbo or could, could we just do run through, you know, for maybe 20 years? You know, because you have all the data up there, I'm assuming. You say, well, let's run through some info. How many hours of motor oil commercials have I consumed? Uh, you know, I'd like to see the top 30. I would be interested in that. You say, okay, bre- you know, breakfast cereal's got to be way, way up there. Uh, but motor oil, I would put it in the top. I mean, like, uh, you say, what's a, like, how come that's not an SAT word? And they'd say, well, it's overused. That's why viscosity. I mean, it's probably hard to spell. So maybe they do, well, they say, yeah, we can't use it in the spelling bee because it's a word that every child's seen. Any, You know, most children, not every, you know, some child, children aren't watching uh, every single thing. I guess they don't have, uh, here's the thing, if you're if you're a motor oil company, free advice. Actually, I probably have seen, you know, freaking ads from you too. But uh, most, now that I've talked about you, clearly, next time I do a search to be like, uh, have you thought about uh, vervoline? Uh, it's mid mid viscosity. It's the only mid viscosity motor oil. It's uh, hypersynthetic, and I'd say, hmm, interesting. You've been listening in to me, eh? Uh, so, okay. So, what was I saying? Oh, you don't need to listen to me. Also, no pressure to fall asleep. It, 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 the reason the shows are about an hour is because uh, I want you to have plenty of time to ease in and drift off at your leisure. Just like a guest, I'd say, hey, well, I'll be here talking. Don't worry about keeping me company. I'm here to keep my company's kept. Uh, the company that's kept that you don't need to keep, right? Is that what I said? Like, I'm keeping you company. You're not keeping me company. So I'm just going to be here talking. And that's the other thing is if you can't fall asleep, I'm going to be here for about an hour. So if you can't sleep, you can queue up episode after episode. I'm here to the very end. I make this show because I truly believe you do deserve a good night's sleep, a good night's rest, uh, some moments of uh, comfort and solitude. And if I can enable that somehow, uh, you know, this an honor is something that's powerful. Uh, and if I can have a connection to that, just rambling and, and, and uh, then talking about Doctor Who later. And you might say, Scoots, I don't watch Doctor Who. I don't, I don't let's say, okay, don't worry. You, you won't recognize it. You'd say, was that a, was that a story, an avant-garde story about pencils? No, that was, Scoots was talking about, uh, it, it says Doctor Who in the title, but I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I say, yeah, that's right. I'm just talking Doctor Who, uh, but in a meandering, lulling, soothing way. And I think that that's about it. You don't need to listen to me. No pressure to fall asleep. It shows her about an hour. Starts off with the the intro. Then there's, you know, the business intro, uh, business, uh, Doctor Who for about 45, 50 minutes and some thank yous at the end. And that's it. Uh, and, and give the show a few tries. 99.9% of listeners uh, said it, it took a few tries before they, it started working for them. Uh, but it, what I really want you to know is I'm glad you're here, and I work very hard. I strive and I yearn, and I really want to help you fall asleep. But thanks again for coming by. And here's a couple of ways we keep the show going. All right, everybody, we're talking uh, season four, t- uh, season two, uh, episode fourteen or or thirteen, depending on how you're counting. Uh, is uh, uh, uh. Bloom, free comic book day. I think that's what it would be called, uh, but in an ironic way, or not an ironic way, like free comic books uh, day. The uh, episode ha- also had an alternate title when it came out, and it's part two of uh, last week's episode. And it is an episode where uh, not only is it, I guess it is unlucky, it's not unlucky 13, but we do. Uh, this is uh, Rose Tyler's, uh, I don't know if it's a swan song. She has another Khaleesi moment to start the episode out uh, where she does kind of a, like, uh, 
She, her hair's blowing in the wind. She's staring and she's talking in a Khaleesi. There's like the recap of the episode. Then her's talking like a Khaleesi. And then, uh, let's see, like, uh, yeah. And she says, it's, it's like a seaside shots. And so that's how the episode like opens, believe it or not, instead of closing. Uh, Rose is actually standing in a rock. Uh, and then it opens. Then we have Daleks. They're talking about getting ready. You know, they're by, they say we're back. You know, the one thing that led to the, that leads to people becoming Time Lords is comic books. And that's what we're going to we gotta put a stop to. And Rose calls them out. She says, you're Daleks. Uh, Scoochies call you Daleks. Uh, but you're Daleks. Uh, and uh, she does this very dramatic removal of her lab coat. Very worth watching. Uh, let's see. Something to cope time more you want to know. Uh, five eighters of uh, five satyrs of Genesis arc, uh, status of Genesis arc. Uh, Ro- but Rose says, yeah, I know your names. Uh, think about that. How's a human know about Daleks and time wars? Uh, so, you know, I'm going to be useful. Same with my friends, Mickey and Raj. And, uh, they say, r- r- like, what's to say? It's a Genesis arc, uh, they say it's hibernating, but let's uh, let's wake it up. Uh, but keep uh, keep an eye on it. And Mickey says, is it Daleks? I thought they were all uh, gone. Uh, let's see, what do we got? Climbing music, Jack starts. Oh, chanting music, Jackie and the doctor. I'll get you out, both of you out, the doctor says to Jackie. She says, where's Rose? And the doctor says, I promise uh, I'll get you both out. Uh, Speech all global wavelengths. Oh, so then um, a cyber person gives a, gives a speech. First, he wants everybody. Avon says uh, everybody should give up. At all um, you know, we want a total authority. And she goes, "That's not how it works." And then the cyber leader goes, "Okay, I'll tell everybody uh, for all humankind. I do a broadcast to everybody." What about the people that don't watch broadcasts? So watch narrow casts or no casts, you know? Uh, cyber is in charge. You will all become like us. Uh, uh, Dr. is watching with 3D glasses. We see a view of London. They say, are you going to surrender or what? Uh, the doctor goes, they're not taking instructions, you know? This is uh, London in Earth, the Earth. Uh, then the Dalek, uh, the one with the the black space gray Dalek, I guess you'd call it, uh, says, which one of you is least important? Uh, and it says, Raj says, well, I'm the one in charge of the lab, so I don't know if that makes me least important, but, uh, you know, I guess I'm the one in charge. So it says, Niels, we're going to check your brain waves for stuff. Uh, and so they say, they say, okay, uh. He goes, I'm not going to tell you anything. They go, oh, we're going to scan you. It doesn't matter. Meanwhile, then back at the cyber, with the cyber persons, uh, they say, hey, we're, we're detecting some activity, unknown technology in the sphere chamber. Uh, Delta, Delta investigate, I obey. Or they say, you know, get investigating. And they say, we obey. You know, unit 1065 and 1066. Uh, I obey. Vinyl land to laptop. W- oh, they say get, establish a visual link, which some reason goes to a laptop. So I put WTF. Uh, uh, then we get a little comedy because we're back at the Sphere Laboratory. And they say, there's a, they say when we we read Raj's brainwaves, uh, we read that uh, there's another species of uh, Earth that said they were big farmers. Uh, and the Dalek says, Dalek, they go check it out. Uh, and he says, I obey. And then the, the cyber, the, 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 so that, oh, that's when the, the, we have these two visual links, because then the Daleks are also watching. And they says, uh, identify yourselves. Uh, and the cyber people say, you identify first. Uh, and then the, the Dalek says, uh, state your identity. 
And then they go back and forth. Uh, and Mickey makes some joke. Uh, then the cyber person says, uh, uh, you're being illogical, modify. And the Daleks say, we don't take orders. And then they say, okay, well, at least you named yourself Dalek. Uh, so that's good. Then the back at the lab, they say, well, these are cyber people. We've identified them by their, uh, you know, uh, we could tell they're inferior. Uh, let's see. Identify. Uh, doctor grabs J- uh, J- J- Jackie's phone, calls Rose, uh, says her phone's still working, or she answered. Uh, Rose, the doctor hears about the Genesis arc, puts the glass, glasses on. And the, the, oh, the cyber says, by the way, we followed your sphere in here. And they say, these are worldwide, these cyber people, the Daleks say that. Uh, and they say, the cyber person says, they don't know what they're talking about. These cyber people don't know what they're getting themselves into. They say, your design is inelegant. Uh, and the Daleks says, it's just so worth it hearing the Daleks talk. I could listen to them talk all day long until, you know, it would get on my nerves. So they say, Daleks have no comp- concept of elegance. Just because they're always taking it up a notch. Like, they could literally run, like, uh, nowadays, they'd say, those Daleks, like, uh, people really get behind them. Uh, but, like, uh, but uh, they say, then the cyber person says, hey, what about a, we team up where we could be compatible? Cybermen plus Daleks. Uh, together, we could upgrade the universe. And the Daleks said, you propose an alliance? uh and they say denied, and then they have uh, uh, like a little showdown because the docs say we only want to get rid of the comic books. Uh, we don't want to upgrade anything. We're downgrading. Uh, let's see, no kinds of plus Daleks. Your pro, your proposal lines request denied. I think I put pest control. We, I don't know what that means, uh, but they have the showdown. Oh, they say, yeah, this is uh, pest control Daleks. Uh, they say they say four Daleks versus five million cyber people. Uh, and they say, well, you're going to really take out all cyber people with four Daleks? And they go, we could do it with one. And there's even more jokes. Uh, and then, uh, let's see, even more jokes. It's funny. Mickey is a mugging after the Daleks. Uh, Oh, because then the Daleks happen to catch the doctor. They do a rewind. And Mickey likes that. Uh, they say, wait a second, re- 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 like, uh, go back. Uh, female's heartbeat increases. And Mickey goes, yeah, tell me about it. And Rose goes, that's the doctor. And she goes, oh, five million cybermen don't bother you, but one doctor. And then the cyber people say, let's upgrade some people. Uh, Daleks concentrated on Genesis. Oh, so they're like, yeah, let's get this Genesis thing going. Yeah, they also know that the doctor knows something about uh, the Daleks. Uh, Jack or Jackie does. Uh, and uh, they split them up. Uh, they say, yeah, concentrate on the Genesis. Uh, Mickey goes, Rose, what, what's going on with the two of us? Uh, uh, why aren't they uh, bugging us? Uh, and then Jackie and Yvonne go to get upgraded. Yvonne gets upgraded. She says, I did my duty for queen and country. Jackie says, Yvonne, you really messed up uh, England. Uh, so that was, uh, it was a bit of a showdown. Daleks, Scotch, Mickey, why do, why do they need us? Rose, Jackie yells at Torchwood, I did my duty. You protect, you are proof. Emotions are no good. Somebody said, I think that's what the cyber leader says to the doctor. And doctor goes, well, okay, well, I quite like hope. Good emotion hope is. And then the doctor, like, doctor knows what is coming because team boy band shows up with Jake and the hair gels. I think that's the name of Jake's crew. And uh, Jake rescues the doctor. Remember Jake from, like, six episodes, four or five episodes ago. Mickey's partner. And with alternative universe Pete, uh, but Jackie somehow sneaks off during this uh, confusion because they said we got a new cyber leader. 
which I said, oh, these, these cyber people, they're worthless, uh, except for their armor. Jackie snuck off. And Jake sends everybody off. Uh, and then Doctor says, you can't be jumping around from alternative universe to alternative universe. They have these, like, big, cheap plastic buttons they use. Uh, and Jake goes, come with me. you got to go check out our own version of Torchwood. And then they go to this parallel world. So things are a little bit more messy and less, uh, like, he goes, yeah, this is where the People's Republic runs it. Uh, and then J- J- Pete shows up. Uh, that was Jake, I meant. Uh, and Pete goes, now I know who you are, Doctor. And he goes, well, i got to get back there. Pete goes, I'm in charge in this world. You're going to listen up. Uh, plastic buttons, torchwood parallel. Pete shows up. i got to get back. Uh, going to listen. Also, Mickey has one of these cheapest, cheap plastic buttons, uh, but he goes, I can't transport without you. And uh, Rose goes, how can we keep showing up? Uh, he goes, I don't know. She goes, you're the bravest man I ever met. And he goes, really? And she goes, well, human. Now, you know, the doctor's more brave, uh, which I, didn't, I don't know if that was necessary. I guess because it's like, the, like I guess because, yeah, I guess it is necessary for the story of the episode. Um, but let's see, bravest human, rose, a flash, to human touch, uh, oh, they need a human touch to wake up the Daleks, uh, you think it's because we sucked up to a bunch of Time Lord power, or time travel power, and meanwhile they're talking, the Daleks just listening in, because the rose goes, I don't even know where this thing came or what it does, uh. And Mickey goes, well, how come they can't open it? And the doc says, we took it. It's a Time Lord design. It's all that's left. Uh, and Rose goes, what's inside? It says, the future. Future's inside. Uh, doctor's listening to the walls back at uh, Parallel Peatland. Peat as uh, the cyber recoup goes on. Is the ci- Oh, they go, cyber recap. Uh, Oh, yeah, Peep gives, like, some exposition uh, about the cyber people and from when they, from their world. Uh, and he goes, yeah, even Mickey. Uh, and Pete goes, oh, where's old Mickey? Or Doctor goes, where's old Mickey boy? And he goes, he's helping, you know, any chance to see Rose. Uh, and he goes, you know, she's your daughter. And he goes, well, that's complicated, dude. Yeah, Pete goes, by the way, this is a golden age here in London. Harry Jones is running things. Uh, doctor goes, oof. And he goes, yeah, there's something going on, though. And it, it, Doctor goes, yeah, it's a breach. Uh, you shouldn't be time traveling between parallel worlds. It's not even time travel. And all of you are going back and forth. It's void energy. And he goes, can you seal the breach, Doctor? And he goes, it could, but then there'd be 5 million cyber people in the world I'm at. Uh, he goes, I'm not worried about that. And the doctor goes, well, what about Jackie Tyler? And he goes, um, no. And the doctor goes, really? And Pete goes, doctor, you got to help us. He goes, yeah, close the beach, breach, stop the Cybermen, defeat the Daleks. Uh, do you think I can do all that? And the doctor, Pete goes, yep. Uh, and the doctor goes, then let's do it. I just loved how he said, Mickey boy, he he says it in a funny way. Off we go, uh, phone call, he calls Jackie via landline, and she says, she starts talking, Doctor goes, shh, shh, she goes, I'm on staircase N3, and Doctor goes, okay, I gotta go, and uh, he goes, goes, okay, North Staircase 3, we'll be, we'll see in a little bit, uh, and then the doctor says, Jacqueline Andrea Suzette Tyler, dude, that was your wife. Uh, I was at the wedding. And then the doctor comes around the corner waving a white flag, surrenders uh, to the cyber people. Uh, he goes, I surrender unto you. Uh, then the Daleks are in the final stage of awakening. And Rose kind of brags. She goes, oh, by the way, uh, you know, I took down your emperor. Uh, Emperor was doing great till I uh, took the time vortex and sent him in there. Uh, you, got, you got that, Daleks? 
And the Daleks doesn't like that. Then we see the doctor in his 3D glasses. Uh, let's see. The doctor rolls. Oh, he rolls in there with his 3D glasses, which didn't really explain. I didn't see. Like, there's a part missing, I guess. Because uh, he goes to the cyber people, but whatever. Uh, he pulls out a sonic probe. He says, uh, hey, everybody. Uh, uh, they go, you're the doctor. He goes, yep. Uh, powerless. The doctor goes, me? Nah. And then Rose and Doctor say, oh, hey. And then he says, Mickey, Mickey, Mick, Mickey. Uh, good to see you. Mickey says, yep. And the dog says, social time will cease. Uh, and they said, well, how'd you get out of time war, Doctor? He goes, oh, I was at a fall of Arcadia. Uh, he goes, it was tough, but you, you, threw, you four ran away. And they go, yeah, we had to. He goes, you're the last four Daleks in existence. Uh, wrong, you know, but, uh, he goes, what's so special? And Rose goes, they have names. Uh, do Daleks have names? And one says, I'm Thay, Sack, Jast, and Khan. And Dr. goes, oh, the cult of Scaro, uh, a secret order of Daleks, uh, to kind of become more, uh, to empathize, uh, and Mickey goes, this is some sort of time lordship, yo. And the doctor goes, really? Never seen it. And he goes, well, there's secrets all around. Uh, and the Dalek goes, good news, Time Lord Science will restore Dalek supremacy. And the doctor goes, what do you mean? And Rose goes, one touch from a Time Lord traveler will wake it up. Uh, somewhere very good. Some. Oh, then the doctor pulls out the sonic screwdriver because they see you got nothing. They go, probe. The doctor goes, no screwdriver. He goes, it doesn't do much but open doors. And then uh, Jake and the hair gels bust in. Uh, then, like, there's, like, a bit of a showdown. Uh, Mickey accidentally slips and touches the arc, which activates it. Uh, uh, Daleks are Emperor Genesis Pixel needs. Uh, let me check this uh they the cyber people are not very tough against the Daleks. They're trying to, they, 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 uh, uh, but, uh, let's see. Then everybody runs out. The Genesis Arc is primed. It needs 13 square miles. Uh, so they ro roll out. Everyone runs. Jackie, uh, present, uh, Jackie pretzeled by Pete WTF, uh, what does that mean? Jackie. So Jake, Jackie's running. And they say, we're going to upgrade you. And then Pete saves her. He goes, hello, Jax. Uh, she goes, that's what? Uh, and the goes, parallel worlds, Jackie. Try to have your mind just instantly absorb it while I explain to you. Parallel, parallels Pete for parallel existence. Uh, and Jackie goes, shush it. Uh, and she goes, you look pretty old. Pete goes, you don't. Uh, and they go, wait a second. Uh, and then, you know, it was like, uh, Pete's like, you raised Rose. She goes, I didn't do much. Uh, always been single. Because same here, but in my world, it worked out. I'm rich. And Jake goes, I don't care how, how rich. Uh, he goes, very. She goes, I don't care how very. And they go, well, this isn't the right thing to do. But then they, of course, kiss or hug. And then, let's see, take the lift. Where's that? I uh, got my head. Fun looks for cast. Uh, oh, so all the cast, while this is happening, there's lots of cast reaction chats that are really good. Big hug, love. Then there's a big showdown between cyber people, Torchwood employees, and uh, Daleks. All units of Dalek, all units of Torchwood. Yeah, they're trying to work through a Genesis arc outside. Cyber people are marching. Uh, doctor grabs the giant magnets. Uh, he looks back with 3D glasses. Then the Daleks open up a roof mechanism. Time Lord Scarif, uh, take the lift. I don't know what that Time Lord uh Sci oh, Time Lord Science, the doctor says. Uh, what is Time Lord Science? What do you mean by that? Uh, then the Genesis arc opens. Uh, 
They say it's bigger on the inside. That's the trick of it. And they say, oh, boy, this isn't good. Because millions of Daleks start coming out as it spins around. And he goes, oh, that was where they were keeping them. Like, uh, uh, what is that, Superman 3 or 2? Look at how many Daleks in there. Millions, probably. Well, all of them. There's the Cybermen caught, I guess. Yeah, then the Daleks and the Cyber people kind of go uh, try to shut down the comic book shops, uh, take the lift, uh, and then Pete goes, this doesn't look good. we got to get out of here. Uh, this just isn't going to work. Uh, oh, I'm ready. Very hippie. What does that mean, Drew? Uh, so good. Pete goes, this isn't good. we got to get out of this world. We'll head back to another our world. Uh, and make the most of it there. Jackie Rose, you'll you'll come with us, huh? And Jackie goes, no, no, no. And Pete goes, come on, it's, you, it's not London. There's cyber people and Daleks everywhere now. And the doctor will cro- close the breach. Uh, and the doctor's actually happy. He's got the 3D glasses on. Oh, very happy. That's what it was. Uh, he goes, oh, I'm ready. I got all the equipment I need. Part of P... Rose puts on 3D glasses. Uh, uh, so Rose goes, well, we can't just go. And the doctor goes, don't worry. Uh, part of the problem, part of the solution. And the doctor goes, is anyone, anyone, they have a cute moment, him and Rose. She goes, is doctor, is anyone going to ask with the glasses? Rose goes, what's with the glasses? And the doctor goes, I can see. He goes, everything's got void time travel energy. Uh, she puts them on. And they get, then it says a reboot in three minutes. Uh, the doctor and Rose start to do teamwork. Uh, Mickey's impressed. He goes, see, I told you, uh, the doctor, uh, he just says that to Jake. The doctor's cool, dude, huh? He goes, I'll just open the void and the, the, that'll suck him in like magnetic energy. Close the void. They go, what's the void? Yeah, place to keep everybody. Don't worry about it. Uh, It'll be closed off from two worlds. They go, okay, two back. The doctor goes, we'll call it Pete's world, that world. Uh, everybody will be safe there. And Kaputz, he says, uh, the void will close itself. And Rose goes, you'll be on the other side. Or get, get, we're making us, won't you get pulled in? He goes, haven't you seen that episode of Next Generation? He goes, I'll just hang on to this magnetic clamp. Uh, uh, he goes, I'll hold on tight. Been doing it my whole life. And Rose goes, you, you want me to go with them? And he goes, yeah. And she goes, that's it? This is how you're going to break up with me? And the doctor goes, yep, uh, and save the world. Uh, kind of convenient, uh, a little awkward. And Pete goes, uh, you, we got to go now. Rose goes, I'm not going. Jackie says, I'm not going. I said, Rose, uh, Pete goes, we're going and she goes, I'm not, you know, I'm not, Jake says, I'm not going out with Rose. Rose goes, Mom, go without me. Jake goes, no way. And the computer says, one minute. Uh, Rose goes, Mom, I've had you, I lived with you for 19 years, but through my time with the doctor, uh, I've seen everything. I've seen him do it for me, for you, for all of us, for the whole planet, every planet. He does it alone, Mom, but not anymore because he's got me. And, but then the doctor sends Rose back, uh, with everybody, Jakey not happy, Cyberman on retreat, uh, oh, at some point, did I miss that part or it hasn't come yet? I don't think it came yet. Maybe it did. Then the cyber people almost get in the room, but then Yvonne as a cyber person says, you shall not pass, just like Gandalf, uh, and she says, uh, she has oil tears as she says she does her duty. She protects the lab from the cyber people. Uh, leaves optimal. I don't know what that means. Oh, leavers operational. I think I'm a little ahead of myself. Uh, uh, so Rose goes back into the Pete's world. Uh, yeah, but then she goes right back. Uh, and then Jack says, I got to go back. And Pete goes, no way. He takes everybody's button, plastic buttons. He goes, uh, everybody's staying here. It's an order. Uh, and Jake goes, Mickey, Mickey, and everybody says, no, we're using up too much parallel energy. And then uh, Rose is back, and Jack goes, you're not going to be able to see your mom. And she goes, I made my choice a long time ago, I'm not leaving you. 
So what can I do to help? Uh, and doctor goes, set the coordinates in the computer. Uh, Jackie's not happy in the other world. Uh, this is when uh, Avon protects them. And then they say everything's operational. Uh, Hope and glory, Mutt and Jeff shiver and shake, the doctor says. Uh, Rose goes, who's shiver? Doctor goes, I'm shake. Uh, it, then they pre- they uh, seal their electromagnets, press the buttons, open the breach. Uh, dial- electromagnets, Daleks are coming. Uh, then everyone goes in the void, though. Except for one Dalek, the space gray one, uh, a Dalek energy. He does a temporal shift. Uh, I don't know what that last word is. Except for one Dalek, uh, emergency temporal shift. Uh, then one of Lever's jams, so Rose tries to fix it. Uh, the doctor watches his, uh, like action music. It's kind of like a bike grip. Uh, Rose can't hold on. Uh, she slips. Pete rescues her. Right as the void closes uh, and everyone goes through it, uh, the doctor kind of says, Rose, no. Because at first he didn't realize that uh, Pete was going to save her, maybe. And so I'm sure they recorded like multiple versions of this or maybe really debated it. Uh, but I think this was probably the best way for them to end it. Uh, so uh, Pete saves Rose back to the parallel world, but the void's closed, so the buttons won't work anymore. So Rose is in Pete's world. Pete reserve system closed. Uh, a bridge, a bridge is closed. There's chanting music. The doctor touches his wall, puts his face to it, stares blankly. Rose is on the other side against the wall, missing the doctor. Fingertips, the doctor's fingertips are on the wall. Yeah, kind of saying goodbye. He walks off with his hands in his pockets. Uh, oh, then, then, then it ends like kind of like uh, the doctor walks off. Uh, uh, system's closed. You know, the rose isn't happy, but uh, she says goodbye to the doctor. And then the next thing you know, we see roses. We hear uh, someone call Rose, like a whisper on the wind. Then we see Rose in bed, uh, sleeping. Uh, then she wakes up, she's got polka dot PJs on, like kind of silk pajamas. Uh, and then she gets up, she tells mom, she calls with mom and dad, or mom and dad, and Mickey by the fire fireside. And Rose kind of says, I uh, had a dream, Rose, uh, is the doctor calling her. Heard a voice called my name. Old dad, Mickey, and Jack, your mom and, mom and dad, and Mickey. Uh, they listen to the dream. This is very Khaleesi, like a meditative, uh, wise, distant rose. And kind of like almost like a poetry. And then we packed up into Dad's old Jeep and we head off, just like the dream said. Followed the voice across the water, kept on driving for hundreds and hundreds of miles because he's calling Rose. Uh, and they show all that, them driving. And then they're at a beach. Uh, and Rose is walking down the beach alone. Uh, Pete, Jackie, and Mickey are kind of standing there. And then it's back to, like, where she was at the beginning. You know, this is a story of how I didn't work for the doctor anymore. And Rose goes, where are you? And then we see, like, a, a holographic version of the doctor. He goes, in the TARDIS, one gap of the universe left, uh, about to close. It takes a lot of prod- power to send this. I'm uh, using a supernova burning up a son to say goodbye. And then the doctor like uses his screwdriver to make himself more solid. But he says, you can't touch me. Uh, it would uh, mess everything up. Uh, and he goes, where are we? In Norway. He says, Norway. Perfect. Uh, and then she says, Darlig Ulfstraden, uh, a Dalig. Uh, and the doctor says, Dalek? And she goes, Dude, would you believe this is Bad Wolf Bay? Can you believe that? And he goes, oh, perfect. He goes, I get about two minutes. Uh, this is really good writing and acting. I thought, uh, she goes, I don't even know what to say. And the doctor goes, we well, got Mickey. And Rose goes, well, there's five of us now. Mom, dad, Mickey, and the baby. And there's just enough of a pause here uh, that's not too long to be like, did doctor, like, Rose, 
and Mickey, Rose and the Doctor. Uh, but then they say, no, Mom's uh, three months, uh, more Tyler's. Uh, and then the Doctor says, what about you? And she goes, I'm working back in the shop. And the Doctor goes, oh, that's good. And she goes, dude, no, I work at Torchwood uh, since I know a few thing or two. And he goes, Rose Tyler, defender of Earth. Uh, gets back in our world, uh, you know, your venture. Uh, he goes, here you are with the living a life day after day. The one adventure I can never have. And he goes, uh, she goes, am I see you again? He goes, no. And she goes, what are you going to do? He goes, Tardis, uh, the last of the Time Lords. Uh, and uh, then she says, on your own, forever, from this point forward, 100% is alone. Single, uh, only platonic relationships. Uh, and she says, I love you. And the doctor goes, quite right, too. And I suppose if there's one chance to say it, uh, Rose Tyler, and then he doesn't, he, he vanishes out uh, before he says, I love you. And uh, Rose hugs Jackie. And the doctor uh, is back in the TARDIS. He looks up. Uh, and then the next thing you know, it was like a teaser because he sees a woman in uh in a veil, like Havisham style. And he goes, what? And she goes, what? And he goes, what? And she goes, who are you? And he goes, what? And she goes, where am I? And then it ends with a teaser for like the, I think it's a special for the start of the next season. Pretty sure the doctor was crying too. Let me just double check him right here. You think there's a tear on his cheek? Uh, Rose, of course, uh, you know, she's she's uh, missing the doctor a lot. Uh, Mickey, and Pete, Mickey and Pete don't know what to say. Jackie and Rose running and hugging. And now we're going to cut to the doctor here. Big hugs. Uh, Pat, oh, yeah, the doctor is, is uh, rubbing his hands in his face. Uh, I don't see a tear yet. And I'm still checking for any tears. He's walking around the TARDIS, uh, doing a circle around the center console, looking it up and down, looking at the TARDIS, uh, blue light on his face. Oh, yeah, no tears. So now he sees half sham. And the episode comes to a close in the season. So we'll take a little break from Doctor Who here. Uh, but I'm sure we'll return uh, for another season, uh, you know, down the road. Uh, good night. Uh, let's run through a couple of facts that came up in this episode. Uh, Sphere, which I think has come up before. Uh, let's see. Let's see what Wikipedia says. Or which, Wikinection, Wikin, the dictionary on Wikipedia. Uh, let's just see what uh, some or, uh, etymology is. Uh, from Middle English, sphere, Old French, sphere, Late Latin, sphera, uh, spira. Uh, so something like a ball and a globe. Uh, even in uh, Persian, it's S-E-P-E-H-R for sky. Yeah, and mathematics, a regular three-dimensional object in which every cross-section is a circle, spherical object, a globe, or a ball, celestial bodies. And it's a little bit about it. We'll say mythology, area or activity of a planet. I guess area or activity of, uh, you know, expertise. Uh, next one, though, let's look up Wikipedia about hair gel. Because hair gel had a place in my life. It definitely has a place in Jake's life. Uh, it's a hair styling product used to harden hair into a particular thing. According to Wikipedia, analysis of ancient Egyptian mummies said they even styled their hair using a fat-based gel to ensure that the style stayed in place uh, the whole time when they were uh, in the earthly realm and not. Uh, oldest is 3,500 years old. Uh, uh, also, uh, in uh, the Irish uh, bog, uh, they found people using hair gel from a pine tree resin, uh, possibly from Spain or southwest France. Uh, in 1914, in Buenos Aires, uh, a veterinary student uh, created the first fixative for hair. 
uh, they got a registered trademark, uh, and uh, it was Gomina, it was G-O-M-I-N-A. It became synonymous with fixative, uh, and this fixative uh, displaced soaps and oils used for the purchase. Then there was Brillo Cream, it was in 1929 in Britain, 1960s, uh, modern hair gel was invented in the United States uh, by what would later be renamed the Depp Corporation, uh, whose inventor, Luis Montoya, uh, gave uh, designed its non-greasy consistency. Uh, diethylphthalate, uh, phthalate, uh, phthalate, uh, uh, that's a DEP. That's how they came up with the name. He came up with the name DEP. Uh, many brands come with a numbered variants. Higher have a greater hold. Uh, some are for more spiky stuff. Uh, uh, some have uh, cat cationic uh, polymers. Those are the main functional components. Positive changes in the polymer cause them to stretch. Making more gel more viscous. Uh, hair gels resist the natural protein conformations that allow hair to be styled and textured. Uh, because the stretched out polymer takes up more space than a coiled polymer and resists the flow of solvent molecules around it. Uh, doesn't work do much for me because uh, it just like even my hair. I would need like the strong ton of the strongest uh, stuff. But I didn't realize the Depp was sold. Here's just the ingredients of a current Depp product. Uh, I wanted to look it up just to see what's in there. Yeah, just waiting for this thing to load. Let's see here. This one is like uh, for, for for sporty people. Uh, Depp Sport. It has uh, water, EVP, sorbitol, carbo, myrrh. Carbomer, keratin, amino acids, sodium chloride, anthenol, propylene glycol, PEG-40, hydronated castor oil, PPG-5, cell-theth-20, amino methylpropanol, disodium ETDA, uh, benzophonine D4-DMDM, hydrotonin, methylparaben, Par, uh, par fragrance, uh, amol, cinnamonol, limonene, hydroxy isohexyl 3 dash cyclohexene, carboazaldehyde, hexyl cinnamonol, linanol, CL42090, that's blue number one. In CL seventeen two hundred, that's red thirty three, and the directions are to apply damper dry hair as desired, as style as desired. Okay, I thought about this thirteen square mile thing, and they found this cool website bluebulbprojects.com. dot com, and it's called the Measure of Things, and you can use create comparisons for measurements. Uh, so it's bluebulbproducts.com. I did twelve square miles. Uh, it says four fifths as big as Rock Island, which is uh, Arsenal Island. Uh, it's in Illinois and the Iowa border. Uh, I don't know it, but uh, it's fifteen point one four square miles. It's uh, you know, it's a famous place, Fort Meade. That's a one point four. Oh, it's two one and two fifths the time. Fort Meade is uh. Uh, 8.45 square miles. Karen Islands uh, are uh, 18 square miles. Uh, San Marino is uh, 24 square miles. That's an enclave country in Italy. LAX, LAX Airport is uh, 5.5 square miles. Uh, so that's cool. Let's see, see what's on page two here. Uh, did, did we get more things? No. Maybe I hit the wrong button, though. Okay, yeah. Tokelau is, uh, let's see, uh, three coral atolls in, in New Zealand, 4.60 square miles. Mackinac Island in Lake Huron with a Grand, Victoria Grand Hotel is 4.36. Uh, 
Let's see. What else we got? Disney World is 39 square miles. Wow. Yeah, that's pretty big. Uh, Hilton Head is uh, 42 square miles. Gibraltar is 2.50 square miles. Uh, Trying to just find famous places. A lot of these ones are things I never heard of. Oh, Washington, D.C., 68 square miles. Carlsbad Caverns is 73 square miles. American Samoas is 76. Honolulu is 102. Uh, Central Park is uh, 1.3 square miles. Uh, Philadelphia is 135 square miles. So that's just some of the uh, things that are just a cool thing for other. You can look up other stuff on there. And then some state. This is State Symbols USA. This has some square mileages of states. I just jumped to some of the smaller ones. Rhode Island is 1,034 square miles. So it's like almost 10, Delaware's uh, 1,955 square miles. Connecticut, 40, 45 square miles. Uh, let's just jump uh, to bigger states. South Carolina, 30,111 miles. Uh, New York and Mississippi are both in the 46, 47. Same with North Carolina. Uh, Missouri. Uh, 68,898, uh, Minnesota, 79,617. In the top 10, Oregon at 96,000, Wyoming at 97, Colorado, 103 plus, Nevada, not 109 plus, uh, Arizona, 113 plus, New Mexico, 121, Montana, 145,000 square miles. California, 155,973 square miles. Uh, Texas, 261,914 square miles. And Alaska, 570,641 square miles. So you could open up 100 uh, things in uh, Arizona, New Mexico, or Montana, I think. So that's a little bit about square miles. Oh, elevators, kaput, and electromagnet. Let's see what we got with elevators. Uh, Elevator uh, in U.S., Canada, Japan, or Lyft in the U.K. is a vertical transportation device. uh, Deliver people or goods between floors, levels, or decks. Uh, This is from Wikipedia. They consist of, uh, or typically powered by electrical motors that drive traction cables or counterweight systems. Some uh, use hydraulic fluid. Uh, in agriculture and magnif- uh, manufacturing, it's a conveyor device used to lift the materials in a continuous stream into bins or silos. Uh, there are several types, including one that uses a screw conveyor that uses Archimedes screw uh, or paddles of forks or hay elevators. Uh, languages, other languages may have lo- loan words based on elevator or lift. Uh, Roman architect uh, Vitruvius uh, wrote that Archimedes built his first elevator in 236 B.C. Uh, then, uh, let's see what else. Uh, uh, let's see. The Book of Secrets by al Muradi in Islamic Spain used an elevator like lifting device. Uh, in the 17th century, there was prototypes used in the palace buildings of England and France. Uh, elevators could be used to drive systems based on hoists, hoists or windlasses. Uh, and uh, once industrialization came, you know, then they really needed them to lift heavy stuff. So there's just a little bit of a link to that article there. There's also an article about kaput uh, from Grammarphobia. Uh, is there a better expression than loan word to describe kaput? I'd say restaurant is certainly now an English word on loan from the French, but kaput seems to be in a different class, uh, a German word in international use like schadenfreude. Uh, they say, that was a question. This is from June 2nd, 2017. The loan word means an English word adopted more or less intact from another language. Uh, we could also use adoption or borrowing. Uh, we don't know a better term than borrowing, adoption, or loanword for a word like kaput uh, that hasn't lost its uh, 
uh, even though it's in English, it's a German word. Uh, though other linguists have suggested it possibly, uh, it could be popular loan words and lo- learned loan words. Uh, popular loan words are orally transmitted. Learned ones are part of a living vocabulary, and they would say it's probably, this one's probably just a popular loan word. Uh, and then there's a nice article about electromagnetism, electromagnetism that we've used before, I think, uh, from Wikipedia. And I'll just close off with the history of the theory of uh, electromagnetism. Uh, the view changed. Uh, there used to be two separate forces with James Couric Maxwell's Treaty on Electricity and Magnetism uh, were shown to be mediated by one force. Uh, there are more four main effects resulting from these in- interactions, which are clearly demonstrated by experiments. Uh, one, electrical charges attract or repel one another with a force inversely proportional to the square distance between them. Unlike charges attract, like ones repel. Magnetic poles or states of polarizations at individual points attract or repel one another in a manner similar to positive and negative charges and always exist as pairs. Every north pole is yoked to a south pole. An electric current inside a wire creates a corresponding circumferential magnetic field outside the wire. Each direction, it depends on the direction of the current in the wire. A current is introduced in a loop of wire when it is moved toward or away from a magnetic field or the magnet is moved towards or forward or towards or away from it. The direction of the current depends on the movement. Uh, so there's a little bit about that. Uh, we say goodnight to Dr. Who for a little while. And I say goodnight to you, but there'll be some thank yous. Thanks.